Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Thoughts of Beauty and Ugliness. Lots of thoughts this day. My head and heart are full. Honestly, I have to ask, what is wrong with people? Seriously. On a long drive, I found myself channel surfing when I heard a familiar name and stopped to listen. Pastor Rick Warren. Wait, what? What could this be about? I knew that Pastor Rick's 27-year-old son had just committed suicide after struggling for years with depression. Hmm, what was this about then? You know of Rick Warren, right? He is the founding pastor of Saddleback Church in Southern California and the author of the life-impacting book, Purpose Driven Life. In my opinion, Rick has been equally impactful as the more senior Billy Graham in reaching millions of folks for Jesus Christ. Sure, their ministries have been different, but oh, so valuable. With Pastor Rick Warren's including AIDS relief, hunger projects, international discipleship, and so much more. And no, I do not attend his church, am not unduly influenced, but I am somewhat informed of his one-man impact. Yes, one man fully surrendered to be used of God. Does that speak to you? So, what was being said on this radio program that drew my attention? It was talk show host Megan Kelly, who had Father Jonathan Morris from the Archdiocese of New York, and a fellow named Tony Perkins, head of Washington's Family Research Council. They were indeed discussing the sad death of Matthew Warren. But more than that, they were talking about the attacks that had been leveled at Pastor Rick Warren and his family. Wait, what? I say again. The man's son had just tragically ended his life and people were, are, attacking him? Perhaps I didn't hear correctly. No, I did. Just one example of a vicious sentiment. Quote, I'm sure they earned their suffering. Warren is a monster. End quote. Who could write such a thing at a time when this dad is not defined by his title or ministry and is suffering more than a human heart might ever be able to tolerate? Why, surely his heart will just burst open with its intense ache. Let's be real. There is no ability to absorb such heartache without the presence of a loving God. Apparently, gay rights activists are using this opportunity as a platform to air their disdain for Warren, who first bows his knee to God, then lives his life as an outpouring of loving thy neighbor as thyself, great humanitarian that he is, but also does not distance himself from the biblical position of homosexuality as sin. But always, folks, Warren leads with love. He seems to get what Paul wrote about regarding the love of God here in Ephesians 1, when Paul said he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love. He took our judgment that we would not have to. In a minute, I'm going to play a song. But before I do, it comes out of these verses where Isaiah said, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Out of Isaiah 61. Why a song? We need beauty just now. So many of us across this great planet, well, we need mercy. We need a touch from God right now. And there is level ground at the foot of the cross. When one of our young takes his life, all of humanity takes a hit. All of creation grieves. It wasn't too long ago that I asked a room full of athletes, why does suicide seem to be a viable last resort these days for high schoolers? Well, one said, because it is romanticized in our music, in the stuff we watch, a girl said. And another, yeah, and life just doesn't seem all that valuable somehow. Ah, Grace, yeah, we need some of that round here. Give a listen to this, will you? At the foot of the cross Where grace and suffering meet You have shown me Friends, I'll stop there, but you can refer to this printed morning briefing and click on the link to hear the whole song by Catherine Scott at the foot of the cross.